Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Frank. And I'm Tim. And you're listening to The Gospel According to Lucas, where the Force meets Catholicism. In each episode, we'll analyze scripture through the lens of Star Wars to uncover the Christian influence on a galaxy far, far away. If you'd like to read along with us, you can find a link to today's readings in the show notes at thegospelaccordingtolucas.com or right in your podcast app. And just for reference, we're using the New American Bible Revised Edition. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing for free to The Gospel According to Lucas in your favorite podcast app. And you can visit thegospelaccordingtolucas.com for those links to subscribe. And finally, if you like what you hear, please consider making a donation at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. Today we'll be discussing the gospel reading for the Epiphany. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word, that I, may, that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out, and behold, the star that, had been, that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. So that quote from Herod, When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. These are the words of, of Herod trying to trick the Magi uh, into telling him where Jesus was. And Herod was terrified at the idea of this newborn king of the Jews who would who would be a threat to his earthly power. And he wanted to eliminate that threat. And when the Magi returned home by another way, he panicked. Matthew's gospel goes on to tell us that Herod goes on to order the massacre of all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who are two years old and, and under. Can you even imagine that? Like he, he is so threatened at the idea that a child will, will rise up who will overpower him that he is rather kill every two every boy two years and younger than than see that happen. Much the same way that he claimed he would go and pay homage to this newborn king, the newly minted Chancellor Palpatine tells a young Anakin Skywalker, "We'll watch your career with great interest." And much the same way that Herod orders the killing of countless innocents to preserve his power, Palpatine goes forth with with uh, Order sixty six, Intervention of the Sith to secure his power, his place as galactic emperor, 
brutally killing as many Jedi as he can track down, including the younglings, um, at the Jedi Temple in Coruscant. It's no, it's no secret that you know, power can be intoxicating. The lust to gain power drives people to do sometimes awful things, and the desire to hold on to power can drive people to this dangerous kind of desperation. And it's important to remember what Jesus said to Pontius Pilate shortly before he was sentenced to death. You would have no power over me if it had not been given to you from above. All earthly power is an illusion. It's a loan. It, it comes from above. What we do with it is up to us. So will we do as the Magi did and seek to repay God with our gifts, right? They brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Or will we take the path of Herod and Palpatine, clinging to our fortune by any means necessary, even if it means that others get caught in the crossfire? That's the big question that's I put the big question I put before you today, Tim. Wow. Okay, two things. One, um, I I was reading along this gospel with you and I was like, I don't know what to do with this gospel in Star Wars. Like I was like, interesting. Three wise men, the epiphany, getting an idea. I think it's an apostrophe. Maybe I talk about hook instead, you know, like <laughs> I don't know. Like I was reading along and then it got to Herod. And then, like that's where the, that's where the epiphany happened, ironically. Ah, ah. <laughs> and and I was like, aha, Werner Herzog. That oh. was like, like I want to oh, see the baby. That's like that was like really like where my mind went. And then you were like, we'll watch your career with great interest. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it was like that meme with that guy at the wrestling arena where he's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like that was like I. Uh, um, like wow, that was so good because then when you're talking about Herod and you're talking about the you know the killing of all these children and how that's the it's a mirrored action of Pharaoh and Moses, um, right? You know from from the Hebrew scriptures. Um, but it's also Herod also famously asks, uh, or Herod's wife famously asks for the head of John the Baptist on a plate, and I'm like, Count Dooku's head, mm. there it is. Right in front of Palpatine. It's all connected. It's right there. The Herod. It was good, though. You're right. The lust for power is a dangerous thing. That is such a thing in Star Wars. Um, now that I'm done kind of like nerding out about the connections that you yeah. made. Um, it's so it's so important. And, and right, you know, because you have these wise men. Literally, they are wise. Yes. Right. They they I'm wise to your game. You know, <laughs> Herod, you know, I, I got you. I got you. Um but I think that, you know, the pretending when you're in a position of power and you pretend to be humble, mm. that's one of the most dangerous things that anybody can do. Right. Because you are people are seduced by your false humility. We want to believe that people just want what's best for the world. And so and and uh, and so to be falsely humble um is can be can be an, an extraordinarily dangerous thing and then to be able to tell the difference between what someone's true intentions are and and, and what they aren't that that is a it's a dicey game to play um and one that one that the the wise men had help with they were like literally were told like yo he's full of poop don't don't yeah. don't go to Harry right right 
once again in a dream. Right. We don't have the luxury of, we don't always have the luxury of such things, but we do have our instincts. Um, and, and I think, and, and not just like, and not what we see other people say about it or whatever, but like, how do you truly feel about somebody? Like, what do you think they're about? And that, that makes a, that makes a huge, huge difference in moving forward every day, you know, and yeah. whether to trust or not trust. What do you think they're about is, is a great question because it's, yes, it's instinct, but it's also people tell you what they're about with their actions. You know, maybe Herod is showing false humility by saying, oh, tell me, tell me where you find him so that I can go and do him homage also. Right. But then his actions, when, when they don't come back, his actions show that, um, uh, well, he was he was holding on to his power and he he slaughters uh these these innocents right and we have a feast a feast day for that in the church calendar the feast of the holy innocents um he um he shows with his with his actions so he's his mouth is saying one thing but his actions show another and and you're right we have to use our judgment and and look at the full scope of okay you know maybe i'm predisposed to trust what this person is saying but do their actions square with what they're saying and does the full you know scope of their actions square with the full scope of what they're saying do those things match up right you're absolutely right and you know for for herod they don't for palpatine they don't for werner herzog they don't otherwise known as the client the client um i don't want to diss werner wow nothing personal werner see open the pram um, so, uh, in, but you're, you're absolutely right. It's, it's not just what they say, it's what they do. Um, and you can only go so far as to see what they say and see what they do and if they align with your instincts. Those are, those are important things and not your, not, not your first thought. You're like, true, I've truly thought about this. That makes, that makes a huge difference. Yeah, that was lovely, Frank. Thank you. If learn to trust your instincts, just like Obi Wan said. Yes, well, it's a concentration it's, here and now where it belongs. So yes, quite good. So quite good. Anyway, uh, Frank. Yes. Say, thank say you. Goodbye to the nice people. Thank you. Thank you for uh, a lovely discussion, Tim. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we love you all. Uh, we are praying for you all. We hope you'll pray for us. And uh, until next time, God bless and may the force be with you. <laughs>